is to allow yourself to grieve. Let the tears out, you know, listen to the sad songs, listen to Moira's sad song, like really cry if you need to, talk to your friends about how depressed you are or how much it hurts. You gotta let all of that grief out and you gotta stop holding on to you know that pain and the, the only way for you to um, let it go is to really feel the grief feel the heartbreak and when you're going through it it really sucks it feels like someone just stabbed your heart and twisted a knife so it's literally bleeding but healing it the only way out and healing is through you know so the only way out of that heartbreak is through this heartbreak itself so allow yourself to feel bad allow yourself to have those days when you just don't want to get out of bed and really just allow yourself to feel the pain feel all the pain that's in your heart that wants to be felt. Being able to give yourself this pace is so important so that you can heal. And the second thing is giving yourself the time to heal. This means no rebounds, no swiping on Tinder or Bumble or whatever, no going back to the person who hurt you it's really just taking some time off and someone literally just like stabbed your heart and shattered it to pieces and now it needs time to repair itself and heal again when you're in that healing phase it's so tempting to start rebound relationships and I I've done that once but let me tell you it, it feels super shallow worst case scenario is you actually compare that rebound relationship to the person you loved and it makes you feel even worse so give yourself time to heal and while you're healing work on yourself really allow your heart to just breathe and to recover and to just come back from that pain the heartache that you felt when the person you love cheated on you when i quickly realized that there was no guy who could help me heal my broken heart I started working on myself. I started healing. And one of the things I found is whatever you had in that heartbreak from that relationship, whether it's, you know, with a label or not, it taught you the parts of yourself that needed healing. It showed you those parts of yourself which needed care and needed love and needed attention. And for me, what that betrayal showed me was 
my daddy issues, my flawed relationship with the masculine in general. And because that was brought to my awareness, I was able to work on those issues, work on my resentment towards the masculine, my resentment towards the men in my life. And because of that, I was able to relate better with the opposite sex. That's what healing has allowed me to now experience. That was the gift of healing for me. And this is why healing is so incredibly important. It's because if you don't work on yourself and give yourself the time to heal, you're most likely going to repeat that pattern with that person. So it can be a completely different partner in the future, but because you haven't really learned the lesson that God, the universe, wanted you to learn, it's going to be a pattern, it's going to repeat, and we see this a lot in toxic relationships where, you know, people with really good hearts get cheated on, they get abused, they get lied to, they get gaslighted, they get manipulated. And this is because the pattern serves as like a neon light or a signal saying, hey, this is a part of you that needs healing. And so for me personally, I didn't want to repeat that pattern. I didn't want to be cheated on ever again by any freaking partner. And that's why I made the decision to sit my ass down and not date for a while. So I was 18 when I officially cut it off with my pseudo ex. And I was single for about three years. I really wasn't seeing anyone seriously. There were a few dalliances and I literally did not have sex in those three years. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't have sex, you should be able to do whatever you want with your body. But in terms of like really being intimate and starting another relationship with a man, that was something that I put on hold until I was able to own my shit. Because whatever dynamic you had with that person, this is going to sound harsh, but a part of it is also your doing. You know, it may be your energy, your trauma, your baggage, but whatever dynamic a relationship has, that's from two people. You know, so yeah, you might feel hate or even hurt for having gone through this and you might resent the other person for doing it to you, but in reality, you also had some sort of contribution to why that happened. And I know it sounds ridiculous, like, Angela, are you fucking batshit crazy? What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? It took a while for me to, like, really accept this. I was like, what the fuck? I, first of all, 
I'm the victim here. And second of all, I'm not the one who fucking cheated my ass off with some other freaking girl. And after going through a lot of reflecting and introspection, I realized I did have a contribution to that dynamic and to that betrayal. For me, it was not listening to what my pseudo ex wanted, not listening to him when he said he wasn't ready for a relationship, not believing him when he expressed to me multiple times that he couldn't see this happening right now. Because obviously at the time I was 18 and he was almost 20 years older than me. He had a reputation to keep and he wanted to have a partner. And at the time I wasn't a good enough partner just yet, obviously, because I was just selling munchkins in high school. So because I didn't listen, I didn't communicate what I truly wanted, I didn't stand up for what I truly wanted, I got my heart broken. So whatever happened to you, it's, I know it, it sucks, it hurts, but it's not fair to just put the blame on the other person. And this is why, you know, if you want to cut that pattern out of your life for good, you need to really inspect your shit and see what about you and what about your baggage contributed to this dynamic happening or this dynamic manifesting. And I found that, you know, I was attracting or attracted to unavailable men. And I mean emotionally unavailable men where I felt like I needed to chase them. I wasn't good enough. And that was like, they just changed faces, but the dynamic was the same. I was putting the guys I was attracted to on freaking pedestal. And until I worked on myself, I was repeating that same pattern over and over. And when I finally decided that enough was enough, that was the moment that you know I was able to really heal myself and attract this amazing God-sent healthy relationship that I have now. So for your happiness, I super recommend for you to really take this healing phase of your life seriously. Give it the attention it deserves. Give yourself the love, the care that you want. It's not always going to come from someone else, you know? And in my experience, when I was able to heal, when I let go of the patterns that did not serve me anymore, that was when I was able to give myself what I really wanted from those dynamics. And when I had the things I wanted, that's when 
God gave me someone who wanted to give me everything that I was already giving myself. And that is the true beauty and the true power of healing. I was on mushrooms when I had this like light bulb moment. I felt gratitude to my pseudo ex and to the emotionally unavailable men I was attracting for showing me the unhealed parts of myself. You know, someone once said that you either attract a partner who's going to be with you for life or you're going to attract a teacher. And what I found was because I wasn't healed, there were parts of myself that I needed to work on. The universe sent me a teacher, not a partner. A teacher is someone who will show you the unhealed parts of yourself. And that's when I realized instead of being mad or wanting to seek revenge on my pseudo ex, I should really be grateful because he showed me the parts of myself that needed to be healed. And when you have that acceptance that, you know, it's, it's not about blaming the other person for betraying you in the most painful way, that's when you can also reflect on the things that the experience taught you. And when you were able to do that, you can really sit yourself down, take responsibility for your energy, your trauma, whatever baggage you brought with you in that relationship. And you're able to just think about whether it's, if this is serving you or whether it's not serving you anymore. What my pseudo ex taught me when I found out that he was pretty much sleeping with other people while we were together without my consent was that I didn't want that kind of treatment and I wasn't okay with that. And most importantly, I learned that I didn't really love myself during that time. And because I didn't love myself, I was seeking that love from someone else. And that is such a dangerous place for anyone to be in. Because that's when you lose your power. That's when you give your power away to someone who can just decide to leave you the next day or fuck around with somebody else the next day. And that leaves you in such a vulnerable place. So again, you know, this is why instead of feeling hate or anger or vengeance, I felt gratitude instead because I learned to love myself. That was something that was so priceless for me because now, now that I have self-love, I don't seek it from other people anymore. Not that I don't receive love, not that I don't want to be loved, but I'm not going to be a doormat. I'm not going to bend over for someone else 
because I want their love and validation and acceptance. And I don't have to do those things anymore because I love myself. Because I am able to give what I want, the validation, the love, the care. I'm able to give those things to myself now. And whether or not someone is giving me those things doesn't matter. When I was able to do that, I was able to reclaim my power. Because now, if ever, you know, someone leaves me again, or someone does that to me again, it's not going to be as devastating as when I first lost my first love. Where literally I felt like my whole world would crumble and I doubted if I would ever love someone again or if love is even meant for someone like me, you know? And when you're reflecting on what you've learned from that experience, you're also able to take note of what you like, what you don't like, what kind of treatment you want, what kind of treatment is not okay, what your non-negotiables are, what your deal breakers are. And so when you're putting yourself out there again, you get to discern what kind of person you're really looking for. And you won't have to settle anymore. You won't have to guess anymore because you're clear on who you want to be in a relationship with. You're clear on what kind of treatment you're gonna be available for. You're gonna finally realize, you know, that you don't need to suffer just to have love because you can give that to yourself. And this period of reflection can feel a little lonely but it's such a crucial step because it allows you to simmer down and have realizations from what that experience taught you over time because you're not just gonna sit down and like realize everything that that experience saw you it actually is a process because while you're healing you're also learning you're also discovering you're reflecting and in this period of reflection i was able to take note of who i was only going to be available for i was able to set higher standards i was able to tell myself that i'm not okay with no label bullshit, friends with benefits bullshit anymore. And the thing about healing and reflecting and doing all these things is it actually allows you to skip the pattern just repeating over and over. And it's crazy how many people die without ever breaking the pattern that they've experienced in their life, whether that's heartbreak, or whatever other issues they have with their relationships. And because I was able to go through the process of healing and reflecting, now, three years later, 
I'm in literally the healthiest relationship, the most functional relationship that I've ever been in, that I've ever seen, that I ever I've ever known about in my entire life. And it's really freaking amazing. I don't have to settle for a bunch of idiots who will only break my heart. I don't have to like go through the trial and error phase again. I don't have to go through the, oh shit, I gave too much away. I didn't love myself again. Because I took the time to reflect on what I learned. And the next thing is realizing that them cheating is not always about you. It's not because you're not pretty enough. It's not because you're not smart enough or not worthy enough, which is, you know, especially if you're a woman, we tend to like be so hard on ourselves. I literally questioned my worth during that moment. I was feeling insecure in every sense and meaning of the word. I was it validated my feelings of, oh, I'm just not good enough for him. And because of that, I got a little more sad. So when you're going through this, this experience, it's important to know that that other person has their own baggage too. It doesn't mean that you're not smart, pretty, talented, awesome, and but enough. Sometimes... It even has little to nothing to do with you. It's about their experiences, where they're at in their life, the trauma and the baggages they have, their own patterns, the lessons they need to learn. So it's really easy to like take things personally, oh like shit. I wonder why he was able to love their people more or chase other girls more maybe it means that you know i'm i'm not someone he wanted to love i just i'm just not worthy of being loved you know it's easy to take those things personally especially when you're feeling so much pain and you miss that person and that's the only dynamic you've ever known it's so easy to get lost in feelings of not being enough but i'm telling you a lot of times it's not even about you it's about their own journey. So for me, one of my mistakes was, again, not listening to my pseudo ex telling me that he wasn't ready to settle down. He just wasn't in that state of mind and he wasn't in a position in life where he was able to do that because he had responsibilities and he had things that he had to sort out financially. So this lesson, even though it took me years to learn this lesson, it definitely helped me moving forward with my feeling of how worthy I was, you know, with feelings of being enough and my self-worth and not ever having to question myself ever again or how good enough I am because I know now that it's not just about me, it's about his journey too. And it's about his life, not just what it's not just what I want. So whenever you're feeling resentment or anger towards that person, you know, it does pay to remember this.
we're all just doing our best at each moment in time at every single given moment we're all just doing our best with what we have so again it starts with your relationship with yourself if you're too harsh on yourself you're also going to be too harsh on other people and aside from their baggage you know maybe it's just not meant to be there is a higher power i believe who has better plans for you and maybe you know that person just wasn't meant to be with you in this stage of life maybe later on they are hopefully not if you've experienced a really traumatic situation with them but it's like god giving you a bigger teddy bear but for him to be able to give you a bigger better teddy bear you need to let go of your small teensy teddy that you're holding on to so that you know after you've healed after you've worked on yourself god can give you something much better something that you never even imagined you would experience or you'd have a love you deserve and you can you can only experience that when you're able to really heal and let go and reflect on what these experiences have taught you and lastly if you've done all these things already it's important to be specific with what you want and allow yourself to love again being specific with who you want to be with is something you can only do if you do the previous step which is to reflect to think about what that experience has taught you and when you're able to be specific with who you want to be with then you can be so clear on your manifestations on asking the universe god whatever you want to call the higher power for this person that you want to share your life with and it's incredible how when you're able to be specific god can literally just deliver to your front door and this is exactly what happened to me 5 years later after again being single and not even having sex for 3 years jesus i don't know how i did that i was able to dial down what qualities i wanted in a man what qualities and traits i wanted in a partner and because of that i was able to literally write down everything i wanted and one year later he showed up to my door it's literally amazing if you want a podcast episode on how i manifested this awesome relationship let me know um i might do one about it so you need to experience what you don't want first for you to know what you do want you know it's the experiencing the negative things for you to appreciate the positive and for you to know that oh this thing that i thought i wanted is actually not something i wanted it's so freaking crazy like at 18 i thought i found somebody i wanted to spend the rest of my life with forever 
And now at 22, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? That is not someone I want to spend the rest of my life with at all. So sometimes when you get cheated on or get manipulated or abused or whatever, that's actually God's gift to you because God is showing you, hey, this is not what you want. There is someone better. And because of this contrast experience, you're able to appreciate the gift that the universe will give you soon enough after you've done the healing, done the work on yourself. And that is the beautiful gift of doing all these steps that I am sharing with you. Now, it's not just enough for you to be specific. The next half of this step is also allowing yourself to love again. And not saying that all men will cheat or all men are this and that even though you've gone through something really painful. It's letting yourself be open and realizing that if you can love someone so much, how much more love can you give now that you're coming from a place of wholeness, now that you love yourself, now that you know better, you know how much more love can you give and how much more love can you receive? And if you go through this even though it is a painful process you will be able to come from a place of self-love see your worth you'll be able to see your worth more than you ever have in your entire life and you're going to be freaking shocked that you even allow yourself to be treated that way ever so again if you're going through something as painful as this I know it sucks, but it will pass. It might take months or a year or years or even a decade. But if you allow yourself to heal and reflect and do all these things that I just shared with you, even if you don't attract the partner that you want, you will always have yourself to give you the love you want. And that is something that's priceless. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. It's a little more intense than all my other episodes. If you learned, um, I want to know what your biggest takeaway is. Let me know. Uh, And if you're on YouTube, subscribe if you like my content. If you're a podcast listener, we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right. I will see you on the next episode. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electricast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. 
So keep listening to Electric Cast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.